Hey, Bleeders, real quick before we start, we want to tell you about an amazing podcast you have to subscribe to right now. It's called Probably Should Have Known Better, and it's a podcast where the hilarious hosts rewatch comedies that have aged very poorly. In their first episode, Nadia Vasquez, who's an old friend of ours, and Tony Ginocchio discuss what women want. Yes, they really sat through that movie, so you don't have to. I mean, unless you want to watch Mel Gibson dance with a coat rack, but that's all you. You can listen and subscribe now on SoundCloud or iTunes and follow them on Twitter at Prolly Shoulda. That's P-R-O-L-L-Y-S-H-O-U-L-D-A. All right, on to Vicious Cycle. Thank you so much for tuning in again to Vicious Cycle, the podcast about periods and the people who get them. I'm your co-host, Kate. I'm Meg T. And I'm Meg H. And you guys, we're so excited today because Meg H has graced us with some research about a topic. We don't know what. Not, uh, all not we know, a clue. Not a clue. All we know is that it's 15 pages on a legal <laughs> yes. pad. Yep. Before we get started, let's do a check-in. Any periods to report? Anything mm. cycle-related, menstruation-related? Anybody blacording? I really wanted to write you a song today because I thought that you would be blacording. Oh. But um, nothing really fits with blacording. Oh, I challenge tried accepted. To Google, yeah, please. Ooh. I tried to Google um, songs with the word record in them. Mm. I was not inspired. I don't know. Cha- yeah, my challenge is for us to come up with a theme song for when we're recording. I will do so by the end of this episode. Done. <laughs> Done. Um, She's not going to listen to you Done. at all. No. She's no. just going to be. I'm going to just go in the other room. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. So I think Meg Hayes, take it away with your bleed search. So <sighs> this is an episode that um, I think that we could have as a recurring title for our current event research heavy episodes and that is on the bleedia i love it so much which is one of our early ideas which was one of our early ideas for a name a name for this mm-hmm. podcast off of on the media i also have a theme song oh here we go that i prepared here we go. oh <laughs> boy i'm so excited on the bleedia whoa on the bleedia whoa on the bleedia whoa on the bleedia um, we could that also go great. with so good. We could also go with version two. On the bleedia, uh oh. On the bleedia, uh oh. On the bleedia, on the bleedia, oh. Oh, they're both so good. What was the first? The that was song. Donna Summers on the radio. Oh, that's so good. Wait, no, what was the second song? A Regina Spector. Oh, that's okay. That's what I thought. I was like, I'm a little sick, so I, they both doing the Regina Spector one was. I was very brave in just attempting to do that. Uh, cool. Well, Meg, yay. On the Bleedia. I love, love it. it. I love it. So so call this our first ever On the Bleedia. It is. I love it. I'm going to attempt to just really set this uh, story up like I'm an actual journalist. I am a, an elementary school teacher. Um, <laughs> this story was initially reported by Dusty Rhodes of NPR Illinois. Uh, and I read that article as well as Many others, but mostly a Vox article by Anna North. Um, This story is all about uh, a charter school or a group of charter schools in 
uh, the Chicago area called the Noble Network of Charter Schools. Their charter school's mission is to prepare low-income students with the scholarship, discipline, and honor necessary to succeed in college and lead exemplary lives and serve as a catalyst for education reform in Chicago. And um, this group of schools is lauded by both Republicans and Democrats. A lot of people have given them money. So there's a lot of positive surrounding this school, at least there has been in the past. However, what's come to light is their discipline is um, what some former teachers refer to as dehumanizing to students um, for a variety of ways. At the school, um, demerits are given out for a variety of reasons. There are about 15 to 20 possible ways that you can get a demerit and I'm sure there are more but these are just some of the ones that are listed call out if you would be demerited oh my god <laughs> listen I'll just go to the first <laughs> just you guys tell me how often I would get demerited <laughs> okay if you are less than one minute late oh you god. get one demerit oh, one demerit per minute listen okay if you are one to three minutes late you get two demerits oh I actually like that rule. <laughs> if you are if you are tardy to class more than three minutes, you get four demerits. Four demerits counts for one detention, which is two to three hours long. Oh, my God. If you're over five minutes late, you get detention. Yep. Okay, so just like a super shitty Very protocol. intense discipline. We're talking if you don't have on a leather belt, you get a demerit. Um, but a lot of these practices have like racial undertones. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, boys are only allowed to have one line in their hair. Um, so, so a former, gorgeous. yeah, a former teacher was interviewed just about her time there. And she said when she taught there, she would arrive by seven o'clock every day to help students with um, curved lines in their hair avoid punishment. Basically, she said, every morning I would color in two of my boys' parts. I had a hefty amount of eyeliner at my desk, so I just colored it in with black or brown eyeliner. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So just a lot of racial insensitivity um, in this school. So I just kind of wanted to paint a picture. There are so many more stories. There are just stories of former students that are saying, like, I was completely demoralized at this school. But Meg, what does this have to do about period? Basically, they have a very strict bathroom policy uh, that requires you to have um, an adult escort to take you to the bathroom. Oh, my God. An adult, like a human escort acts as your hall pass. Okay. And you are not allowed to go to the bathroom unless you have an escort. If you do, you get a demerit. Yeah. And how many days are periods, especially in high school? Five to seven. So basically at this school, it is such an issue that girls are bleeding through their pants. No, that's so through, upsetting. Through their khaki pants uh. and are being forced to like sit for hours in their blood while waiting for an adult to escort to them, them to the bathroom. Yeah, because you're not, you don't feel comfortable standing up all the time and asking for an escort to the bathroom. Yeah, basically either you wait for an adult escort and you bleed through your khaki pants which is totally required or else you get a demerit if you don't wear khaki pants mm-hmm. um or fucking you get go- a demerit if you have blood on your pants yeah. too at this right. fucking place well you know and kate it's a good thing that you said that because they actually came up with a way to fix that so basically what happens is if a girl is on her period um an email is sent out to the, the staff out. to let them know that this girl is menstruating and she is allowed to wear wait for it a sweatshirt around her waist to cover oh, the so blood So she can stain. just oh, bleed into her my pants. my God. Yes. So still bleeding, literally just covering it up. Yep. And everyone knows her business. Yep. That policy is so bananas. So it's absolutely ridiculous. So 
not only do you need an escort to go to the bathroom, but then if you're scared to ask, the way that they fixed that was not not that you don't need an escort or you're allowed to go to the bathroom more. Yeah. But but you have to, you're allowed to wear a sweatshirt around your waist, but we're not going to actually fix the problem yeah. of you feeling comfortable in your own school. So yeah. I'm going to read to you guys a statement from the president of the Noble Network. And like, I want to hear your reaction to it. So she says, Noble absolutely accommodates our students during menstruation, including bathroom trips whenever the student needs one. To allege that Noble does anything other than protect the health and hygiene of its students or to suggest that it allows or enables their humiliation, runs counter to everything we stand for, and is an, effort, is an affront to our teachers and staff who work so hard for our students every single day. I don't feel like she actually says no. Like, like this is untrue. She's like, yeah, we deal with it. We accommodate. Right. By fucking letting them wear a sweatshirt around their waist. That's so bananas. It's absurd. So a, t- a student said, basically, <clears throat> this is a great quote. We have bathroom escorts and they rarely come. So we end up walking out of class and that gets us in trouble. But who wants to walk around knowing there's blood on them? It can still stay in the seats. They just need to be more understanding. And who are the escorts? Are there enough escorts to go around? You guys. Okay, so I did the math. And basically, if every school had the same amount of students, which we know they don't, but basically each school has roughly between six and 700 students. Six and 700 students. So 300 ladies. Assuming that people that get their periods. Yes. And then, but there's not you guys, like three adults in every how, classroom. Yeah. This is so upsetting. How is that possible? It's also such a waste of your staff's time. Like, I'm right. a teacher at a school. Like, are there designated Hell no. hall room, uh, hallway monitors? Yeah, is that just your job right. to walk kids to and from classes? The thing that frustrates me so much as an educator is, like, there is no sense of trust between the yeah. staff and the students in this type of environment. It's basically, like, we know you're from a bad background. We're just going to assume the worst and that you right. can't be trusted as a high school student to go to the goddamn bathroom and come back. So we're just going to have like a police date and have you escorted to the restroom. Yeah. Know. And if you have it to be escorted by an adult everywhere you go, like what's that what message? Right. Exactly. One of the students literally said, if you're going to treat us like animals, how do you think we're going to act? Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Also, like you guys, an email goes out to every person at that school saying that you're bleeding. This girl's bleeding. Wait, it's the, not just the staff, but the students? I think it's the staff. Not the students, but all the staff knows that you're menstruating. And also when you wear your your sweater, sweater around your waist, everyone, everyone knows. knows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's like the universal symbol. Right. It's not fixing the problem. It's just like know. keep bleeding, but now we can't see it. Right. You still right. have to sit in a pool of your Please own hide blood. it from us. Please hide it from me. It's disgusting for my oh, eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, God, ugh. when I was a teenager, the last thing I wanted was for any of the adult men in my life to know I was on my period. Oh, So God. if I knew that emails were going out to all, every teacher... Like, I would be mortified because being a teenager is just so hard anyways. Well, and like us, the three of us understand what it feels like to bleed, like to bleed on your pants or your underwear. It is incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. Ugh, And to have that happen at school. So nightmare. Fucking walking around with period stains on their fucking khakis. First of all, khakis are hella whack and they were only (laughs) cool in the 90s. And they are not cool anymore. <laughs> but like, and don't pe- treat periods oh. like they're shameful. I mean, yes. that's the, what also the, this is all telling them is that when you bleed, 
you know, you have to change what you wear. It's just mm-hmm. setting them up to be also, super ashamed of their period. Yeah. You also should ignore everything that your body is telling you to go to the bathroom to change your path. Like people also brought up, what about toxic shock? Yeah. yeah. For fuck's sakes. Yeah. Like it's a real issue. Um, Yeah. One woman on Twitter was like, never in my life as a professional have I ever had to like bleed through my pants in a right. professional setting. Yes. Like right. how you're saying that the kids need this level of discipline to make it to college. That no. makes no goddamn When you're on sense. your own in college or in the workforce, you can do whatever the fuck you, can you go want. You the bathroom whenever the fuck yeah. you That's want. Yeah. Yeah. There were a lot of really fantastic teachers that came forward that were like truly loved their kids so much and were just horrified by these practices and they still keep in touch with their kids. So I'm sure that there are teachers at these schools doing a great job despite this like horrible system that they have to work within. One of the schools in this network, um, basically two teachers supported female students to persuade administration to change the dress code from khaki bottoms to black dress pants. Um, still bleeding. You still guys, still bleeding. I know. I you know. You can wear diapers now? You can wear diapers. We're allowing <laughs> diapers. khaki colored diapers. <laughs> <laughs> How about, here's a thought, give your students free pads and tampons too, which I'm sure they're not yeah. doing. So yeah. that's a really good point. So a, a lot of stuff that came up in this article was the fact that there's been a push um, to make sanitary napkins, tampons more available to students at schools. Um, so there are a number of states that have required schools to provide free feminine hygiene products, um, including New York. Um, And this is all a part of this movement called menstrual equity, um, ensuring that everyone who menstruates has access to the products that they need to be comfortable. Um, Also, a lot of stuff came up about the tampon tax, which um, California still has, I found out. Um, Come on. Yeah. Um, Jerry Brown vetoed a, a bill trying to get rid of it because I guess we you guys it makes 20 million dollars a year the tax does the tampon tax I mean if it's going to good programs it's ridiculous they should just be free but the reason why there's a tampon tax is because they say that it's it's a luxury not a necessity oh fuck that yeah who wrote that bill right well a lot of men yeah and which this article pointed out um also as women, we spend $120 a year on feminine products, and that does not include At any least. sort of pain relief. That feels like on the low end to yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, it's it's setting up ways to make bleeders not able to participate in society. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a luxury to prevent yourself from bleeding out onto your clothes. So every week you should, or so the week you're bleeding, you should just hide. Hide, hide away. I'm like, no, fuck you. Yeah. And like... You, I think also thinking about the story of this like high school or middle school, like putting yourself in the position of someone who's newly menstruating. Like I remember being in middle school and like being so embarrassed yeah. when I had to take a pad into the bathroom and unwrap it. And if someone, God forbid, oh, could hear me unwrapping it, I would be so devastated. Oh, yeah, like, totally. But like, yeah, it's definitely not something that you ever broadcast. And especially when you're that young. Yeah. And to be like, I need to go to the bathroom again. Yeah, again. Again. Right. Yeah. It's well, horrifying. I wish they could communicate to the people in charge like, okay, as an adult, imagine how embarrassing it would be to have like shit your pants. And then like basically that's how a teenage girl feels when she like bleeds, bleeds into her pants. Herself. Yeah. It is so embarrassing. 
So so back to this one school that made this policy that changed, you know, the uniforms having black pants. Basically, oh, there was a um, a student. Basically, she said, now I can walk around without feeling like there's a target on my pants. Um, which is fucking heartbreaking because basically now she doesn't have to wear like a sweatshirt around her waist. People knew why you had your sweatshirt around your waist and she said that it made girls feel less confident. Yeah. Um, If you're constantly worried about staining your pants, your brain isn't focused on what's being taught in class. Instead, your brain is focused on this worry that you have. Um, I guess I want to know, like, is there anything we can do? Any place we can go to like help? Yeah. Help. Well, Meg, I'm glad you asked. Uh, during my research, I came across a great organization called Chicago Period Project, uh, and they distribute pads, uh, tampons, and other menstrual products to schools, homeless shelters, and crisis networks all over Chicago. Oh, awesome. Uh, and I actually reached out to uh, the founder, Ashley Novoa, uh, who was familiar with the Noble Charter School story. And uh, I reached out to her, and she actually called in and left a message about her organization. Hi, my name is Ashley Navoa. I am the founder and president of the Chicago Period Project. Um, so the Chicago Period Project is basically an organization that I started in November of 2016. Um I was inspired a lot by the election, the political climate, you know, um, the whole Planned Parenthood talk and all that stuff that was going on in abortion. I just felt like it was a huge time for reproductive reproductive justice. Menstruation is something that's very normal, but a lot of people don't have the uh, reliable sources or access to products. So I wanted to form an organization that was there to help people experience their periods with dignity each month. Um, I just wanted to take a second and talk about the menstruation inequalities that a lot of us menstruators face. It's still, um, you know, one of those things that we shouldn't have to be going through. At the end of the day, it's the most normal things that our bodies can experience, and it lets us know that our bodies are actually working the way that they should be. So the simple fact that uh, menstruation is still considered a taboo across many cultures, across many different backgrounds, and throughout many different generations, I mean, it's 2018, it's all about the movement for body positivity, um, and I don't I don't understand why period positivity isn't a thing as well. Um, I'm hoping that with our work, we can help normalize menstruation, we can help spread awareness, and we can help break down those stigmas um, just so that everybody can menstruate freely, not be ashamed of their bodies and what they're um, what they're doing and the magic that they're working. Um, so we ask that a lot of people support us and that not only just you know. Help us get those donations out there, but help us spread this awareness for for a period um, positivity. Help us, you know, um, do the work so that others don't have to be ashamed of their periods. Um, being there for other menstruators and showing them that they don't have to um, be quiet or be quiet about their periods or experience their periods, you know, in shame. Everybody should have the experience of having their periods with dignity. Thank you guys for having me. That's Thanks, so Ashley. Cool. Thank you so much. That's have so great. Periods with dignity. I love that. Yeah, me too. I also love that she was inspired by the 2016 election to yeah. start her organization. God. As soon as she says November 2016, I'm like, I remember what happened. Oh, I know. Punched to the gut. And it's so it's so interesting because like as much as I think of myself as someone who up until basically we started this podcast has had 
not a lot of success talking openly about my period. It's never been to the point where I can't ask for help or can't ask my mom or can't ask coworkers. And so the fact that like so many people around the world are living without menstrual dignity, period dignity, yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a big wake up call. Uh, so we, we also found an article in the New York times that just came out about the lack of menstrual equity uh, all around the world, including even the U.S. House of Representatives. What? Um, where a Democratic Congress uh, congressman uh, tweeted about how uh, he basically sent in a, a reimbursement request uh, for $32 for buying pads and tampons for people in his office who needed it, and he was denied reimbursement. Oh, my God. Yeah. So... You know, this isn't just in poor and disenfranchised neighborhoods, although, you know, the the women in the House of Representatives can afford pads and tampons. It's amazing to be able to have that available in the restroom. Sure, yeah. Um, but this is happening all over. So, so yeah, I mean, like, women, like, people that bleed are being sort of, like, pushed aside and denied access all over. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah, it it's- is. So frustrating. Um, it's a really interesting article. Um, the author Karen Zraik, uh, she writes, women and transgender and non-binary people who menstruate are talking about periods in public more than ever before. Globally, advocates are pushing for recognition of a woman's right to manage her period with dignity, which is interesting because that's, that's great. Yeah. the words that Ashley used. Yeah. 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 It's just something that like has always, I think, institutionally is we're told to be ashamed of it, of this mm-hmm. thing that we have no control over. Mm-hmm. So I love this idea of like the new movement is like bleed with dignity. Like it's your body. Yeah. It's just, and it's, it's working. It's working correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Your body's working. It's doing what it has to do. You're yeah. not like shooting blood out of your eyeballs. <laughs> like, well, I mean, but if that was and normal hey, too, Hey, no know? judgment. <laughs> if your, if your fallopian tubes go out your eyes, I can't, you know, and the doctor says that's okay. God then you do you. you. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of like, access to pads and tampons like I'm interested in how how school was for you Meg Tro like how did your school handle the people that were recently menstruating we could go to the bathroom anytime we want and especially in high school we didn't even have to ask we could just get up and leave so one it was nice to be trusted and two like you didn't have to be like I have to go to the bathroom and then like try and slip that pad into your back pocket you know um wouldn't that be nice if they were just available in the stalls? Like, yeah. what yeah. a fucking I don't world think, that would be. I don't think mine were. Mm. I don't think we had that. No. But you guys, yeah. we need toilet paper. We may have toilet had... paper's a necessity. Yeah, Why boom, the fuck? Boom. Will... Yeah. Well, what about, I, we may have had those like five cent things, but A, whoever has a nickel on right, them. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you've gone to the bathroom and you probably don't have your backpack on you right. or whatever. Oh, God. And B, that's bullshit. If you're going to put pads in there, who's making like $3 a year on those right. tampons? Yeah. This episode is a giant read, my lady. Oh, yeah. 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 For Read them. Sure. God, I'm also, so glad that this network is being taken to task. Yeah. And I really hope some major changes happen. Also, real quick, uh, I texted the girls today and I said, oh, we should do a segment called Read My Labias. We should do that segment because we haven't done it in a while when we record. And Meg said, Meg Hayes was like, well, the whole, all of my research right now is one giant read my Latvia. <laughs> autocorrected labia stupid autocorrect to Latvia which is also like come on Siri you know what she Latvia? meant Latvia come on I, I guess labias that. is not pluralized very often in Siri's world yeah I mean it's it's incorrect so she's probably it is like incorrect you also, meant Latvia Latvia over Libya interesting yeah 
That was a real misstep. Come on, Siri. Come on. Real misstep on Siri's part. Okay, so I have a question for you guys. What is the most like creative uh, solution you've had to come up with when you got your period and realized you didn't have any feminine uh, accoutrement, <laughs> if you will? Uh, I've, I've done toilet paper mm-hmm. before. I feel like everyone's probably done that. Yeah. Just like a wad of TP. So do you wrap it around? Stuff it. You stuff. stuff it? You don't wrap it around? Wrap like, it around what? Wrap it around your undies? Oh, that would be <gasps> smart. That's that, very smart. Oh my God. I never thought like, about that. Like wrap it around your undies. Yeah, no, like that's it's a, like absolutely. you're bandaging the, up your underwear. No, that's the correct answer. No, that's I just so stuff smart. It. I never thought. So I would You guys, it's it still not yes. great. In a way that was, that looks like a pad. I'd use so much until it was like. not move. And then, yeah, and then just try my hardest to like. I'm sure everyone noticed that I was walking different. Oh, so right. terrible. Um, but I would also get like three of them mm, back to nice. back. So I'd make like a cheating up. Yep. Cheat up. Cheat. I do have one specific memory of uh, went to the bathroom, didn't have anything. And then the stall I went to didn't have toilet paper. Mm. So oh, I used um, the toilet seat cover. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like had to okay. fold that up and then I, walk around with that. Yeah. Oh. God, that's yeah. so horrible. It was rough. So what's the creative way you've done, Meg T, to get around? Because now I don't think I care. I put tampons in my back pocket. Oh, I just and I don't throw them in my bag willy-nilly. No, but, but <laughs> yeah, but, at the bottom but when you're walking to, purse. like, if you have to go during school. Like, if you're work, walking to I a think, bathroom without your purse. And I don't have a pocket. Like, I usually pocket it. Or you put it, like, up your, up sleeve. your sleeve. Like, yeah. you're hiding uh-huh. a knife or some shit. Yeah. Or in my large breasts, yeah. I'll just mm. stuff it in my bra. See, yeah, I don't. I don't think I. I mean, I definitely put it in a pocket, but I'm not. I used to be scared of like the bulge. Will they notice the bulge right. in yeah. the pocket? Oh, yeah. I used to tuck it in my pant um, waistband. Waistband. Yeah. 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 So it wouldn't be in my pocket, and then Smart. I could just have my yeah. shirts over it. Did you guys ever see the Amy Schumer sketch where she's? Uh, it's like a, a sketch about like the shame to walk to the bathroom with a tampon or a pad in your hand. And so her workaround is to get a saxophone and she puts it in the saxophone and walks <laughs> down her like corporate hallway with a saxophone. And everyone's like, cool sax, Amy. <laughs> it's a discreet carrying case for your tampons. So no one notices when you have your period. Our patented jazz saxophone design guarantees that your tampon will go totally unnoticed. <laughs> I took your challenge, and while you were talking, I was oh! totally listening. Oh! But I also came up with a song, a theme for when we are blackcording. Awesome. I have Let's two hear options. It. I didn't really workshop these because you were talking. Okay, fair. But we I mean, have... Meg, next time maybe give her some more space. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, Meg, there. This is so dumb. So that we could we could go with. Hi, I am blackcording, blackcording, blackcording. <laughs> Hi, I am blackcording, and listen to me now. Blackcord, blackcord. <laughs> <laughs> I bleed. Record. I'm bleeding in recording. Yeah, that's funny. Or like, yeah. Okay, I think that's got or some problems. Or there's this one. This one's a little for our for our Catholic friends. Oh boy. Oh hi, I am blackcording. Oh hi, I am blackcording. Oh hi, I am blackcording. Hear me go. <laughs> okay, I didn't come up with the last line. We are trained improvisers, My, and you're like, hear, hear me go. Me, hear me go. <sighs> hear me bleed. Ooh. Yeah. Hear me bleed. <laughs> I think the Catholic Church would be really into that. I yeah. think they love that.
Meg H. Thank you so much for bringing that story Thank into you. this uh, studio. I've, I'm starting to get this, like, I'm starting to feel more pride about having a period. I'm starting to feel less shame when I'm carrying my tampon to the bathroom. I, I really don't know about am. you guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I hope that this podcast is doing that for more people than just us. Like, I think the more yeah. we talk about it, the more we normalize uh, menstruation and, like, you know empower more and more people so yeah. let's keep talking let's about keep it keep talking and hopefully those that story out of chicago gets resolved and yeah gets fixed and- agreed yeah um and you know speaking of walking to the bathroom with a tampon we're gonna just deep dive into tampons for the next couple episodes yes, yes we are so much to talk about so much to talk about so tune in next week for our first of multiple episodes about a tampons and follow us on Facebook and Instagram and like and subscribe and tell all your friends about us and rate us and review us please do all those things and call our hotline if you have any funny tampon stories Yay! 9106 uterus we want to hear your tampon stories yes please bye 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 keep calm and tampon Our theme song was performed by The Go Ahead. Check out more at thegoaheadmusic.com.